Hola, are you a Latina or woman of color new to marketing and need tips for landing that first job? Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career? I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. I'm super excited because in today's episode, I interviewed Alejandra Hurtado, a Colombian immigrant with a passion for empowering Latinas in tech. She began her career in event marketing while studying mass communication at CSUEB. In 2019, she earned her master's degree in digital marketing and established her own marketing agency. Later, she became a digital marketing instructor and in 2022, she found Majesty Academy. Alejandra's mission is to empower Latinas with digital marketing skills and break barriers in the tech industry. She believes in providing opportunities for Latinas to succeed and ensure they have a seat at the tech industry table. I hope you really enjoy this episode because I personally enjoyed this conversation. Both Alejandra and I provided some valuable gems, had a great conversation where we talked about lack of resources for Latinas who want to get into marketing the Latino buying power, the disconnect in brands when using marketing materials that are inclusive, and also the differences in communities within the Latino culture that a lot of brands don't realize are doing wrong because they don't understand that we're all different even though we're Latinos. So you definitely need to listen in to this episode I honestly believe you're going to enjoy it. However, before you listen in, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because by you subscribing, you help promote this podcast and you'll let other Latinos and Latinas in marketing find this podcast in hopes that we can spotlight them as well and help share their journeys, their stories, their struggles, and help them grow their marketing business or help them land a marketing job and also be a resource to those new to marketing that need that mentorship, that need that motivation and inspiration, that lack the resources and just to see that it is possible and that there are Latinos and Latinas in marketing out there ready to help in any way that they can. So please don't forget to subscribe and let your friends know. Now, grab your cafecito and let's listen in. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. 
Today, I'm super excited because I am interviewing Alejandra Hurtado Cortez, a digital marketer, founder of Majestic Academy, and I'm super excited to interview her. I've been following her for a while on TikTok. I came across her content, and something that really attracted me to her content was that she uses a lot of reggaeton in her videos, which is something I completely love and feel like I can relate with. And it's just very inspiring to see another Latina in marketing and her just helping the Latino community and providing resources. So I'm super excited to have you here on the show today, Alejandra. Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. I'm super, super excited to be here and again, to just empower more Latinas in marketing, like you said. Yes. Awesome. So for those that may not know you, if you can just let them know who you are, uh, what you currently do, and then if you have a business, uh, just talk about that. Yeah. Um, so like Vanessa said, my name is Alejandra Hurtado. I am a digital marketing manager, and I am the founder of uh, Majesty Academy. So we are actually the first uh, marketing academy that's exclusively for Latinas. And what we offer there is three different programs specifically for Latinas who want to get into marketing, Latinas who are in marketing and are looking to maybe start their own business, like the, their own marketing agency. And then also for women who, again, are in marketing, who are looking for like mentorship or some sort of guidance. Um, so we offer those three things in the program. I've been in business for about five years. I started as an agency and then I pivoted into education and into the academy about um, two years ago. Awesome. Um, before you provide us with more information about your programs, I just want to step back a little and if you could share your journey on how you became a marketer, what made you decide to pursue a career in marketing? I, for my undergrad, I actually started with broadcasting and I took a couple of broadcasting classes and I wasn't like a super fan of it. Then I got the opportunity to join um, the Dr. Pepper like event marketing team when I was doing that. And that's really when I fell in love with marketing. So it was super funny because they were introducing the um, cherry Dr. Pepper to like the Latino community. So they were looking for like a group of women, a group of Latinas to help them like, you know, spread the word and like we'd go to different events and we'd like give samples and it was like a huge party. And that's when I really fell in love with marketing. So I went back and um, changed my major to marketing. That's what I did my undergrad. I worked doing event marketing for like six, seven years. Um, and I was doing it as a freelancer. So I like love the freedom. I love marketing. Then I realized everything was like moving to the digital side, but I also knew I wanted to stay in like an industry that was going to let me do, you know, travel and kind of be freelancing or do what I wanted. So that's when I decided to go back to school and get my master's in digital marketing. Um, and then that's when I launched my business. And then eventually I got the chance to teach a certificate program for a university. And then that's when I pivoted to actually teaching. Um, and I also just saw like, you know, just the lack of like resources for Latinas to get into marketing. And so that's yeah. when I decided for Majesty Academy. So awesome. I'm glad that you mentioned that you saw the lack of resources for Latinas. Can you also share your experience as a Latina in marketing? Were there more Latinas or more people of color in general when you were part of a marketing team or maybe you were the only marketer? Can you share a little bit about that? 
Yeah. And that's probably an experience that, you know, you're even familiar with, but you know, just working when I was doing like the event marketing and stuff, like I noticed that at least the people in charge or like the people putting the events together, the people like, you know, the marketing directors and marketing managers were Latinas or, you know, people of color. And then every time I would get into a corporate role, I would also feel like "Hmm, I'm the only Latina. I'm the youngest. (laughs) I'm always the only bilingual person. And so I did realize that like, you know, everywhere I went, like I didn't see other women like me. And that was something that I was like, "Hmm, there's a lack of this. I started doing a lot of research about it. And that's when I, you know, learned about like less than 3% of all marketers are Latinas, which is such a small number. And that's really like what empowered me to, to do this. Yeah. And then I'm curious, um, while you held all these different jobs in marketing, did you ever notice like a disconnect with like smaller communities? Like for example, with Dr. Pepper, I think you mentioned you were trying to attract the Latino community. Was there, did you ever notice any type of like disconnect with the marketing when attracting like Latino or minority communities? And if you did, what did you see or how did you like improve it? Yeah, I think something and also like, you know, just doing research and kind of getting myself more educated on it. The amount of like buying power that Latinos have in the US, it's insane. Like they are saying (laughs) it's just as big as like Brazil as a country, Korea as a country. So literally in the US, our spending power is as big as other countries. Yes, And there is a huge disconnect between brands and marketers and the Latino community because even as like Latinos, we all know that there's so many different cultures within our mm-hmm. culture, you know, like I'm exactly. Colombian and coming here, it was a very, you know, culture shock. Like I'm with a lot of like people from Mexico or people from yeah. El Salvador and it's so different, but us as Latinos know that. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of brands, especially because they don't have anybody to guide them, do have like messaging or even the way that they come across, like they're not connecting with the Latino audience. Mm-hmm. And it's because, again, they don't understand the culture. They don't speak the language. And they also don't understand that like we don't really like all to be clumped into one because we are so different. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I think a lot of businesses too, they're just like oblivious and maybe they don't even do it intentionally. But like, for example, I worked at a hotel and we got several complaints from guests saying that a lot of like our photos and imagery on our website weren't very inclusive. It was mostly Caucasians. And it's so true. Like all our marketing and branding was mostly Caucasians. And sometimes I know it depends on your targeted audience, you know, um, the destination that we were targeting, it was mostly like older white people, (laughs) you know, that wanted to go (laughs) and it was a resort and stay there. However, a lot of companies do need to do better and be more inclusive. And I know there are more, um, resources out there to have, especially if you're using like stock photos to include more inclusive photos and stuff like that. But, you talking about this it it totally makes sense and I agree and you know the whole stock photo is funny that you mentioned because uh so at my last job I was working as the digital marketing manager for an eye care brand and so it was all eye oriented we're targeting Mm -hmm. like older women and stuff it was so hard to find stock photos or just (laughs) marketing materials in general 
like you said, with people that weren't white, like it was mostly white images. And we would get that too, like people saying like, you know, you guys need diversity. And I was the, the one who brought this up. And I was the one that was like, guys, yeah. like, this is looking a little too the same, like we need to be doing that. And it changed, you know, the way that people perceived us online. And it just made a difference, you know, and it made yeah. a big difference compared to our competitors, because they were still doing that stuff. Yeah. And I know, Again, going back to like marketing budgets, um, and I, in an ideal world, we would have big budgets to take photos and, you know, hire models and stuff, but sometimes it's hard. And on top of that, um, because they want to use stock photos because it sometimes it's just cheaper. Um, yeah, it is difficult to find photos that can represent, you know, this new world where almost everyone, you know, is, uh, not everyone, but the majority, their minorities are mixed or whatever. So yeah, it, it's just times need to change. And a lot of companies need to invest more on their marketing and just be more inclusive. Agreed. I feel like, you know, we're living in such a different world now. Like the marketing that they did 30 years ago doesn't work today. The people that use 30 years ago yeah. like work today. Even the beauty standards have changed so much. Nobody wants to see those like super skinny, tall, blonde hair, blue eyed people <laughs> anymore because nobody relates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So now let's jump into your uh, business. I know you mentioned the three different types of uh I guess, businesses that you have or components of your business. Can you uh, just explain or let us know like what kind of person would benefit from each one or maybe a common struggle that you noticed your clients have faced and why they decided to take your um, academy or work with you? Yeah. So like I said, um, I got the opportunity to, which was super random. Like I got a message on LinkedIn one day saying, Hey, we're looking for digital marketing instructors. It was a program that worked with the university of Texas. They were like, we love, you know, what we see, like, are you interested? And I was like, yes, a hundred percent. So I taught that program for almost a year. Um, it was a six month program and it's a digital marketing certification program. And okay. so I noticed like it was six months long. It was like super, like it had every, you know how marketing is like so broad. It literally yes. has every single thing <laughs> in there. And I'm like, no one learns this much. Yes. So after that, I decided, you know what? I can do this and I can do this better. And so that's when I kind of launched my own certification program. But I wanted to make it, again, super specific. Like I put myself in what I would have wanted to see when I was a student. And so I yes. made it super uh, beginner friendly. I made it super um, oriented in three channels, which is social media marketing, a little bit of like SEO, SMO content marketing, and then a little bit of email marketing. So my program, which was like the first thing I launched and how I started was specifically designed for, you know, beginners, especially Latinas who want to enter the digital marketing world, who, you know, don't know how to, to even start to navigate that world. Because I know, again, there isn't anybody who's like guiding us through it. So I wanted to be that person. And so that's how I made my program, you know, specifically for beginners. So this is like anybody who wants to get into the tech world, anybody who is interested in marketing, who maybe wants to, you know, either get certified or eventually I have a lot of people who take the program to see if this is what they really want to do and then go on and get, you know, their bachelor's or master's, whatever yeah. they want. 
So it is designed for beginners. So that is our women in marketing certification program. It's three months, 12 weeks. We meet once a week and it's just to get you, you know, from not knowing anything to at least knowing the basics of what it would take to be a digital marketer. Um, The second, before you go on, I just want to say, um, that's awesome that you're doing this because I know I'm sure you were in the same situation as me years ago. No one really taught about like social media or digital marketing in college, at least for me, when I did my undergrad, there wasn't, I mean, there's marketing classes, obviously in business classes and stuff like that, but nothing regarding social media, like a lot of it, we kind of have to, had to learn on our own. And now I know they're talking about it, but even then it's not the same as opposed to when you're actually doing it for a business, you know? Yeah. And same thing when I was in undergrad, I don't think like digital marketing even existed as a major. And then when I went back to get my master's, there were like five schools nationwide and one of them happened to be the one in San Francisco. So I was like, perfect. But it honestly, like you said, there isn't, it wasn't like a huge, you know, digital marketing specific. And I wanted to do something that was like, you know, you know exactly what you want. You know, you want to like the social media world. Like, you know, I wanted to make it very specific because yeah, there wasn't something like that out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, And then so the second program, which is the one that I started actually last year, this one is a little bit more for like my girls who are already in marketing, who are looking to start their own business. So again, when I started when I was in my master's program, I've always known that I wanted to start my business, like I have an entrepreneurial heart. So I knew that that's what I wanted. And again, it's like, there's nobody around me who's ever done it. Nobody who I could ask questions. So I did end up finding a business coach who helped me and navigated me through starting my social media agency. But again, I didn't find a single Latina out there. And so I was like, okay, I want to do something like this. So right now, those are our two main programs, which is one for the girlies who want to do more of the corporate world, who want to kickstart their marketing career. Want to do a boot camp, get certified in three months. And then we have our Chicas in Marketing Business Program, which is 10 weeks long. And it's for the marketing girlies who are ready to basically launch their marketing business. And then the third thing is just like mentoring. And that's very like personalized for anyone who doesn't matter what stage of your marketing career you're in. You just need, you know, like a specific mentorship. Yeah. For the last one for the mentorship, what's a common. Um, I guess, limiting belief or struggle that your clients have faced that you've noticed that every single person, I know everyone's different, but there has to be at least like, I'm assuming something that you notice they constantly need help with that you're able to help them with. You know, what's crazy. And I think, again, this could be like a Latina thing. A lot of the girls I deal with are like first gen. I'm an immigrant. So I feel like my story is a little bit different. But a lot of the students of the girls who come to me are like first generation. And it's really a mindset thing, just like they don't feel like they can do it, or they don't feel like they're good enough. Or they're like, I'm honestly really scared. Like they take the program and they kill it. They kill it. Like, the final project is on point. I'm like, yes, but then they're so scared to put themselves out there. So this is where I would say, okay, let's work on your resume. Let's work on your portfolio. Let's do some practice interviews. Let's, you know, get some practice under your belt. But I think honestly, it's that it's just kind of one, they're so scared to even take the first step after uh, actually getting certified. And then it's just that like, 
you can do this. Like, this isn't, you know, like, you can do this. If I can do it, you can do it. I agree. Um, the beauty, or I feel blessed with this podcast that after interviewing different marketers, even when they're at different stages, um, some at the beginning and then some more experienced, everyone pretty much says the same thing that the number one thing that they struggled with was, again, like limiting beliefs, their mindset, not feeling qualified or good enough. I remember myself when I first started in my marketing career, I felt the exact same way. And I think it is, you know, a first generation or maybe just a Latino thing, especially if you're the first to, um, you know, pursue a college degree or just have a corporate job. So I completely agree in that sense. And then the other part of just putting yourself out there, I highly recommend that everyone at one point in their lives take some type of sales class or get a job in sales. Because I remember when I graduated from college, I was terrified of sales because I do consider myself an introverted person, even though when it comes to like public speaking or talking to people, yes, like I'll do it. Right. But personally, I'm more introverted and being in sales like terrified me and the, the funny part was that the first job I got straight out of college was a sales job. And so you have to deal with a lot of rejection, pitching yourself, and what people don't realize that when you're applying for these marketing jobs, or even if you have a business, it involves sales, you know, you're constantly pitching yourself to people. So I think it's a really good skill set to have. And also, you know, it's another thing that I feel like a lot of Latinas don't know, networking. Because yes. again, nobody taught us. We yeah. don't even know how to, you know, things like that. And so that's another thing that I wanted to provide. And that like sort of support, like I have a Facebook group with all the students are in it. So, you know, we can, like we can talk. And even after they've graduated, like they still feel that support because... Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's hard to network in general, but it's even harder when you've never done it, you have nobody to ask and you don't even know how to do any of this stuff. Yeah. And I, that's awesome though, that you have that community because I know me personally, I've networked with other marketers, but again, I've always been like the only Latina or the only woman of mm -hmm. color. And yes, I mean, it's great to be part of those communities because you learn from each other, but at the same time, you don't feel like you can relate to them, you know? And then sometimes you want to ask questions, but you're scared of sounding dumb or, you know, like, it, and when you're around a group of people that come from similar backgrounds, it's just easier, you know? Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about your programs before we move on to the next question? Um, just, uh, I get a lot of questions to like people who want to pivot from other uh, careers and they're like scared to get into marketing. A lot of, you know, girls who like are stuck at jobs that they're unhappy, but again, they're scared to like take that, that leap. And something that I just like to say to people, anybody who might be interested in getting into marketing, who's like in a whole other industry, just remember that like marketing is for every single industry. So I've had a lot of girlies who come from like the dental field or the medical field or, you know, these other fields that have nothing to do with marketing. But I always say, hey, if you like the field you're in, learn the marketing skills and then you could just apply them to the field you're already in. And you will have the upper advantage because you already know your target audience inside out. You already know the language inside out. Like you already know so much stuff. So 
just like a little FYI, if anybody is interested or is wanting to do something like this, just know that like it's doable. And again, marketing applies to every single industry. So if you have skills elsewhere, you will have skills here. I completely agree. I also think that when you're like a newbie in marketing, that's, I know, I get it. You probably want to get a job in marketing and make money, but it's also the perfect opportunity to dip your toe in different industries because then from there you can determine like which industry is best for you and then grow in that industry. Because yes, you can learn marketing and it applies to all industries, but sometimes it's good just to try different industries to see what works for you. Because I know me personally, I tried um, real estate and personally, I hated it. It was like the worst experience <laughs> of my life. And I'm like, I'm never doing that again. But I know marketers that really, you know, do well in real estate and they love it. So that's why I, I, I completely agree. I feel like you should try different industries. Yeah. And you have to like, like, yeah, you can market for any industry, but it's way better when you actually like the industry that you're working. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, who would you consider a mentor or someone influential in your success of your career? So I have always been, you know, pretty ad like like I said, advocate for like business coaching mentors and stuff like that. So I've actually had a couple in my career in my um like business life. One was the one who like helped me launch my agency. Like she helped me set it up and literally go from zero to like having a business. Then like a year into my business, I had another business coach who kind of helped me go from or how how much I was making to like double. Then I had another business coach down the road who actually helped me start the business program, the Chicas in Marketing Business Program. And then I'm looking to work with a whole different coach next year to help me now take the business to the next level. So I think just like another thing to put out there and something why I'm very, you know, advocate, like I like to advocate for mentorship and, you know, mentoring people too. Is that, you know, like we've already been there, done that. So I would rather pay someone who has the knowledge, who can help me take that shortcut, than spend two or three years trying to figure out it on my own, you know? And so I think it's been super important and I've been very lucky and, you know, I'm like a huge, no, I'm going to, to get somebody to teach me the ropes because you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do everything alone. And so I have been, you know pretty good about that awesome what about those that maybe don't want to start a business but just want to grow in their marketing career um or when you started your marketing career before your business was there any like a teacher or someone that maybe a classmate that you saw as a mentor that helped you um, I did, I would talk to my professors and my master's programs a lot, especially my social media marketing professor, because that's what I really liked was the social media aspect. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel like that's another thing that at least for my master's program, because it was a little different, like I was super invested and I was like, I'm going to get the most out of this as I possibly can. And so I would go ask him, I would talk to him, I would do extra credit, I would like really invest into I want to get as much as I can from him because I have him for this, you know, limited time. And I think that helped me so much too, because, you know, yes, you're doing the assignments and learning, but like when you're really interested and you go out of your way to like get the most, it really, really helps. Okay. Awesome. What are your top three tips? I know you kind of touched on it already, but 
that you would give a beginner in their marketing career to fast track their success? I love this question. So number one, and this is what I tell everybody because people are like, how do I get started or what do I do? Just start. And I tell them, start a page for anything. Start a social media page for memes, for plants, for your dog, for the sky, for the city you live. It does not matter. Just start a social media page that you can actually start creating content for, that you can actually start experimenting with, with that nobody's going to know, nobody's going to care. You can make it anonymous if you want or start a brand for yourself. But just getting that one, that like fear of posting and just putting content out there, like putting stuff out there. And yeah. two, it's like a lot of the A-B testing, you know, like trial and error. If I post this, does this is better? If I post that, if I use this hashtag, if I use that, if I use this location, like just start playing with social media. It's supposed to be fun. Like go test it out. So that would be number one. Like just, just start, start tomorrow, start one right now, but just start. The second one would be the whole mentor, you know, find someone that can help you. Like there's so many of us out there that um, you can find and you, again, you don't have to do this alone. It is something that it's going to be brand new that maybe, again, no one in your family has done, nobody around you has done, but there are people like me, I know, you know, like Vanessa, like other marketers who have a little bit more skin in the game, find one who's like willing to help. Yeah, that's awesome. And then the third one, um, honestly, I would say <laughs> we all suck. And at some point, we all don't even know what we're doing. Like marketing yeah. is kind of a guessing game because just because it worked for that brand doesn't mean it's going to work for your brand. Just because exactly. it worked last year doesn't mean it's going to work this year. So we're all kind of playing the guessing game. So stop like judging yourself so much of like, a campaign doesn't work or a piece of content doesn't work or maybe you put something out there and you've got zero likes zero views yeah. whatever okay but doesn't matter the next day post something different and see if that does better but i think you know sometimes i feel like i still don't know what i'm doing right like it is a trial and error that i'm like hey this actually works i'm gonna keep doing this so don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> i completely agree with that one because i worked for different employers i've done some freelancing and i can maybe not go viral, but I can at least help them attract new clients and get sales, which at the end of the day, that's what a business wants. They don't really care about the number of likes they want money, right? But me personally, like my personal brand, I've always struggled. And I think it's because like, I love Instagram, but it's a love hate relationship for me. And I've struggled to attract my ideal audience. But yet, when I went on TikTok, even though I love consuming it, but when it comes to actually publishing it, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little intimidated. And with one post, like I was able to get like so many followers that actually cared about what I had to say. So it's true. Like it's a, you have to just keep trying and testing things because not everything's going to work. The, it might've worked for one business or one campaign, but it's not going to work for everything. Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes we tend to be really hard as marketers at the beginning, like when we're just starting our careers, but it's normal. It happens to all of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, so before we end the interview, my next question, what's your theme song? If you were to get up on a ring or go on stage, <laughs> ready to show the world who you are, everything you've been through, what song would you play to represent you? 
Um, I would say Seven Rings the Ari- by Ariana Grande. Because <laughs> awesome. I am like, I see it, I like it, I want it. And I, I just, I go for what I want, period. And so I feel awesome. like that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. Okay, uh, before we wrap up the interview, how can our listeners reach out to you or connect with you? Where can they go? So you can find um, our academy at www.majestyacademy.co.co. You can always find us on social media at majesty underscore academy. And then you can find my personal page in all the social media platforms at Your Marketing Chica. Awesome. And I'll also include all of this in the show notes. So for those of you listening, you can just click on it. Well, thank you, Alejandra, for being here today. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? No, just thank you so much for having me. And also, you know, um, I love meeting other Latinas in marketing, empowering more Latinas in marketing. And it's definitely something that we need more of us out there. (laughs) Yes, I agree. And I'm super glad that I got to interview you and got to know you better. And I definitely want to keep in touch um, because I agree. We need a lot more Latinas in marketing. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.